Hello and welcome to Ad Creeps, the podcast where we dissect and correct the TV ads that raised us, phased us, and amazed us. I'm here. My name is Courtney. And right next to me is my friend, Al. I'm also here. We just had a big din-din. We did. And it was a little too uh, spicy. It was a little spicy. Because our tummies are bad tummies. Yeah. Well, my bladder is a bad bladder. Mm. So I'll be feeling it later. My tummy is a bad tummy. Well, our tummies are okay, but they don't play by the rules. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) But we're here. We're here. And this is the last episode in April. April. Correct. 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 And um, 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 and then next week <laughs> is May. Despicable May. And that's when we talk about bad guys. The bad guys. But this, this week, we're not going to talk. Well, well. Oh. Hey, I got to be honest with you. There are some bad men in this one. <laughs> They're everywhere. There always are. But... It's very particular. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready for some CanCon? Oh, am I ever? You're not going to get it yet. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's a Fine. Thing. Fine. Prime Minister Tog Erlander had a problem. In the 1960s, Sweden had hit a record 1.5 million cars on the road. It was normal for a sudden jump in motor vehicles to come with another big leap in... Motor vehicle accidents. Mm. But Sweden was seeing more of its share of vehicular injuries. I like that word. Vehicular. Vehicular. <laughs> it like makes me sad. Cars give you a hickey. <laughs> well, a car's gonna give you something more than that. Oh no. This is because the country's motorists drove on the left side of the road using cars that were meant to be driven on the right side of the road. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> we're gonna work on a it's gonna it's gonna mess you I up. I don't drive, but I feel like that's a problem. Um it is well going from one side to the other is a problem. Like if you grew up driving on the right and you go to a country that drives on the left, it's a little dangerous for a while. <laughs> Yeah, but also if like you're on the if your driver's seat is on the wrong side, you're That's getting a the great view of the country. Problem. So when you are a right-handed, when you're driving on the right, you're going to be left-handed car. You're, yeah. I'm sitting on the left, but then you're sitting on the left and also driving on the left. Then it, it's bad. it gets a little weird. It gets a little weird. <laughs> Many head-on collisions were caused by passing on narrow two-lane highways, which resulted in a higher number of fatalities because. People were sitting on the wrong side of the mm. car, or the right side, or the left side. <laughs> this is going to get very weird and difficult. Okay. Complications. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> Complications were further brought on by Sweden's neighbors. Finland and Norway, both countries, were home to right-sided traffic. Mm. So they drove like us. How'd they get all the wrong cars? <laughs> on average, five million cars cross the border in and out of Sweden every year. Oh, that's how. So you... <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go in and then you switch. Yeah. And then you're still, but your brain is thinking left, but you're going right. Because other, you don't, that's, you can't drive from America to England. And so nope. they don't have that problem. Mm-mm, they don't have that problem. I wonder how long you would have to, well, I did look this up. Who uses uh, left-handed, not many. Not really? Many. Yeah. I think uh, right-sided driving is 65%. What do we have? We're on the right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Japan's on the left. Japan's on the left. Australia's also on the left. (laughs) Imperialism. (laughs) When the number of motor vehicles was low, accidents were also kept at a minimum. But now in the late 60s, traveling by car across country on vacation became the norm, and the Swedish government had to deal with the increasing rate of vehicular deaths on their hands. A government doing something about car deaths? Wild. What? No. (laughs) The government had already broached the subject back in 1955 when the Swedish population had been given a referendum on what side of the road they would like to drive on. Being asked. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't care. Just don't (laughs) make it so I don't get hit a lot. I forgot that you don't drive, so this might not It's a lot of it's it's going to go right right over my head. (laughs) Like all humans, the Swedes were creatures of habit. 83% 83% of the voters wish to stick with left-sided driving. Like, if you ask, what do you want to do? What you grew up doing? Or we're going to mess around and do something different? Yeah, no, totally. People that are going to the People are going to choose. I don't want to change. <laughs> I don't. Me? Me? No. 
with car accidents on the rise and more standard left-hand drive cars being imported into the country every day, Prime Minister Lander made the call and proposed an official traffic direction change in 1963. The Swedish parliament agreed to go against the 1955 referendum. So they're like, sorry. Sorry. We're doing this now. What are they, Canada? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's what we say. Oh, oh, after a referendum. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> And Quebec isn't happy about it to this day. (laughs) We'll probably talk about that, right? Oh, for sure. September 3rd, 1967 would be Dog and Hoger Traffic. Okay. Right Traffic Day. Right Traffic Day. Right Traffic Day. Uh, Like the purge. (laughs) One day where you have to write on the other side. (laughs) The Staten Hoger Traffic Commission was quickly established to oversee the change. A four-year re-education program and blistering ad campaign began. Dog and H logo was quickly plastered across every conceivable product from milk cartons to underwear. You can buy them. Why? Is So the, the Dog and H logo is an H, and then it's a car that's driving on the left-hand side, and there's a little arrow on the H part, and it goes on the right. It's really cute. Okay. Come on! This is cool! <laughs> Logistics? You I thought there me? was going to be a dog in it. Dog? Why would there be a dog in it's it? It's called Dog and H. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you Dog and H. <laughs> Pairs of colored gloves, a red left-hand glove, and a right... Right... Hand... Nope. A red right... <laughs> Oh, no. You've really done this to yourself. A red left-handed glove and a green right-handed glove. That was a test. That was difficult. That was a brawn. You know, it's like you see a red uh, a red card and you say, what color is it? And it says blue on it. You ever done one of those? No. What really? are you talking about? They used to do that in my elementary school all the time where it, like, it's supposed to switch up your brain, right? So you're given a red card, but it says oh, blue like on it. Oh, like a little quiz. Like a little... Yeah, I had to do all kinds of those. <laughs> they, I think it was a type of testing. Yeah, I had a special class that we went to once a week to do exactly that sort of thing <laughs> at a different school. <laughs> oh. It was a special program. It was a special program? Was it a program for kids who teachers didn't want to deal with? Yep. Yep, that sounds about right. It was the teacher for the kids that were too smart and also kids that were too awkward and they didn't tell you which you were. (laughs) But you looked around and you knew they had your number. They knew I was maybe both. (laughs) Uh, Swedish TV even held a contest for songs about the switchover and the winning entry, Haldigtig Koger Svensson, Keep to the Right Svensson by the Telstars, absolutely slaps. Who's Svensson? Well, that's okay. So Svensson is a surname, a common surname in okay. In Sweden. So it's like so it's a, like Smith. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear it a little yes, bit? Yes, please. Of it? Yeah. Boy, they did not skimp on the woodblock. <laughs> Those Swedes. <laughs> they know how to bang a block. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it absolutely slaps. That's the that best. Was, that was really That's good. the best logistical propaganda a country has ever done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The logistics of preparing a country for such a big change was both costly and complicated. Quote, Traffic lights had to be reversed, road signs had to be changed, intersections had to be redesigned, lines on the road repainted, buses modified, and bus stops moved. And all on one day. Because you couldn't have a traffic light changed yeah. when you're still in ha- you still have roads dri- driving on the left. That's just, they didn't want to like do it one sort of part of the country at a time? Or- nope. Oh, they're just like, do it all, baby. All- At 4.50 a.m., September 3rd, 1967, all cars on the road across Sweden came to a stop and carefully moved from the left side to the right. There was a countdown over the radio, and when the clock hit 5 a.m., a tone sounded and the announcement was made. Sweden has now right-hand driving. Traffic was allowed to resume after a, quote, brief but monumental traffic jam. And that was it. (laughs) 
there's there's a lot of videos of like just they just move over and then the government had guys that were just like ripping down like fabric off of signs because they had to switch the signs. Oh yeah, they had to switch the lights. They had to switch everything. So it took ten minutes for the whole country to switch over. That's that's a, a huge effort. Monumental, <laughs> monumental. For such a large endeavor, the change went smoothly because of the government's ad and reeducation campaign. Drivers became more careful than ever before. So much so that the traffic accidents dropped dramatically over the next two years. Because oh. people were being so careful because they were driving oh. on the new side of the road. I know. Oh, no. Quote, this is a very large change in our daily existence, our everyday life, said the Swedish Minister of Communication, Olaf Palm, on the morning of Dog and H. The doubts have been naturally great, but our innate hesitation towards fundamental transformation of our daily traffic environment has given way before the, a rational internalism, before a reform that we are confident and will benefit traffic safely. I dare say that never before has a country invested so much personal labor and money to achieve a uniform international rules. Any country changing such a big part of its logistical way of life should have some sort of growing pains. But Sweden showed us how it could go as smoothly as possible. Mm. There were other countries, however, that made similar big changes, and they were not so lucky. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau no. had a problem. <laughs> Not that man. He's here. <laughs> he's here and he's got a pie on the face. <laughs> Canada had been sailing along on the imperial system for measurements, <gasps> like its neighbor to the south. No. We're going there. <laughs> no. I told you it'd be fun, right? No, I'm never going back. <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. No, but it still feels like we did. It did. <laughs> hey, after you hear what happened, it did feel like <laughs> Since the beginning of its colonialized history, although the metric system was first legalized in 1871, the imperial system of units, such as yards, pounds, and gallons, remained the measurement system most widely used in Canada. Canada's early trading partners were the U.S. and Britain, so it only made sense to keep the standards of measurements the same. But by the 1960s, metric was much more widely used across the world and Canada felt left behind. Maybe because the imperial standard of units is bad. <laughs> you know, some say that and they're right. A furlong? <laughs> A foot? As someone educated in the United States, it's bad. <laughs> How many inches to a foot? Why does that? I don't. Uh, oh, 16 ounces God. in a pound. How hard is that? Jeez Louise. In 1971, the Trudeau government amended the Weights and Measurements Act, the most boring act in all the <laughs> land, to officially recognize the latest evolution of the metric system for use in Canada. Metric Commission Canada was established, <laughs> and coordination began. Nerd party. <laughs> okay, look, I can't always be a jock. No, that's true. Okay. Am I the jock? Do you want to be the jock? I could be the jock. Because I, I don't fucking drive. <laughs> I kind of like this role play, actually. <laughs> I kind of like to turn it around. I don't like measure stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it is late night. We are recording this later than usual, so I'm feeling a little... I just fucking estimate. That's a lie. I can't estimate. You can't. No, I cannot. Volume? <laughs> volume is very bad. It's hard. When you have food that that's left over and you got to put it in another container, that's my worst enemy. Bad. Bad. Because usually... It don't fit. <laughs> it don't fit. <laughs> food don't fit. Usually I put too much and too little and then I'm just eating the top Yeah. Of it. And I think, <laughs> yeah. why? Well, I could just get a bigger box, but... Is there anything in your life yeah. that you do regularly that still uses the imperial system? Well, I'm going to talk about that. Oh, okay. But, yes. But, like, specific to you. Me? Yeah. Oh, me? Well, I mean, cooking. The okay, oven. Well, okay, fine. The oven. Fine, fine. <laughs> like, okay, baking. Fine, like, fine. cups and... Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> can I go? <laughs> like, when I measure a cup of rice. Why are you bullying me? I'm the jock. <laughs> like, when I, you know, say how tall I am. I don't do any of these things. <laughs> I don't say how tall I am. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't. But instead of a united dog and H like day, not doggin, but daggin. 
Okay. Just letting you know. Can I tell you what yeah. I do regularly? That oh oh, did you want me to ask? Yeah. Um, when you measure wool, uh, for spinning and stuff, uh-huh. it's in pounds. Oh, there you so go. So I had to learn. That's a lot of. That's a lot. Like a, I would assume the yarn. Yarn usually comes now. Yarn does usually come in um, yards and the other one. <laughs> and hey, Al, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> feet. Centimeters. Centimeters. Kilometers. Yeah. Can you do a kilometer of yarn? I would like a kilometer <laughs> of yarn, please. But um, the weight that you get in dyed wool and and like roving and stuff yeah. is is usually in pounds, and sometimes yeah. people will also have a, a like a a grums amount. A what? Gr- grums. <laughs> Centimeters and grums. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, this is a new unit of measurement. G-R-O-M-E-S. Groms. Groms. <laughs> now, who's the nerd now? How many grams <laughs> in a kilogram? I don't know. A kilo. A kilo. Of them. It could be one. <laughs> Look, it could be one, ten, a hundred, or a thousand. This is truly so outside my wheelhouse. I do feel like a jock. This is all math and I hate it. Well, did I ever tell you, so I used to teach when, back when BC had a a standardized test, I used to teach at an international school Mm -hmm. and these kids were not from Canada, right? Yeah. And they're elementary school kids. And one of the fucking questions were, what unit of measurement would you measure a beaver with? And these kids, A, had never seen a beaver before. Yeah. And B, the only thing they knew about a beaver was it ate trees. Yeah. So, like, that, that so fucker's got to be big. So, tons, right? I guess not tons. It would be co- kilograms? No. What's the bigger kilogram? Why are you asking me? <laughs> Why did I choose this topic? <laughs> I'm in hell. Because Canada's bad at something, and I wanted to highlight it. Yeah, I am a reflection. I am the evidence of your thesis. <laughs> Instead of a united Dagon Age day, Canada metrification was a long, painful, drawn-out process that still was not able to properly exercise the ghost of the imperial system from the country. I'll fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> it's still here, baby. Yeah. In my brain. Metric... Commission Canada first hit the schools with the cooperation of mostly all the provinces. I'll let you guess which one. <laughs> it's not Quebec, actually. Quebec which is... one is it? Alberta. Oh, yeah. Alberta. Oh, yeah. Ontario also, we'll talk about the Toronto Sun had a fucking ship on its shoulder when it comes to metrification. But <laughs> Quebec, apparently, they're like 100% metric. That makes sense to me. I just... I... Like, how many centimeters are you? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it says on my driver's license. Why I would never I ever look. need to know that. Uh, on your driver's license. Yeah, but, but I'm you not don't gonna, drive. I'm not going to say it on dating sites, <laughs> which I don't also say my height on because I'm 5'1. Are you really 5'1? Yes. You carry, uh, you have the air of someone who's at least 5'3. Oh, thank you. Those two extra inches do wonders. <laughs> it's your hair. <laughs> I was going to say it was something else. Oh, two extra inches? <laughs> Honey. Maybe if I'm lucky. <laughs> Look, as someone who adds five extra inches with their bouffant <laughs> daily, uh, <laughs> elementary schools made the switch to teaching metric first. In order to help families learn the metric system along with their kids, Metric Commission Canada produced a series of 10-centimeter cubed cardboard boxes that illustrated correct metric volume, speed, temperature, weight, and length. I have a link. There's someone on Twitter who found one in their attic. Oh, really? It's really cool. I remember playing with, like, plastic centimeters yep. and stuff. What what year was this? Uh, n- this is starting in 1971. My, uh, my grandparents were... Like elementary school teachers. So oh, they, I wonder. That, they probably had to deal with this. They probably were bad they at it. They probably hated it. <laughs> the one thing we learned from the AW uh, debacle is that if your population is bad at math, um, that means your teachers are also yeah. bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes along here. Yeah. 
A series of advertisements produced by the National Film Board. Ooh, the NFB. Oh, we love to see it. Baby. Relayed the same information using a, a little round mascot who wore a pointy cap. Oh, no. We're going to see him with the Canadian Metrification logo on it. The mascot, whose name is lost to time and my research. By the way, if you were alive and know what that little mascot's name is, please tell me. Adcreeps at gmail.com. Please. No quachi. I'll fucking tell you that. <laughs> Maybe we'll name him. <laughs> okay. He's cute. I like him. Uh, they may have needed a little bit more time to rework because opponents of metrification compared the little guy's pointy chapeau to a dunce cap. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. He was lamb why would, they, why would they make that choice? He was, was in the fucking little uh, political cartoons. Oh, no. Canada's yellow kid. <laughs> <laughs> this little guy. <laughs> On April 1st, 1975, Canada's weather system went cold turkey and made the jump to metric. On the 6 p.m. broadcast, CBC weatherman Bill Lawrence reported the weather as one degree Celsius. If Celsius is part of metric? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like a Fox News correspondent. You were so earnest in that question. Yes. Do we have to go through what is metric and what is not metric? Well, I just didn't know temperature was and it said Celsius, part of it. Because yeah. here's the thing. Celsius is easier than Fahrenheit. Celsius is 10 degrees, right? Zero is Americans cold. will argue that Fahrenheit is easier. I fucking <laughs> just don't. I mean, as, again, I grew up with Fahrenheit, so like 100 is hot. But why would is Celsius metric and not cent- centigrade? Celsius, that's... Is that part... Centigrade. Mm. What is the thing I'm thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. The really hot. Kelvin? The really cool. Kelvin. Kelvin? What's Kelvin? Is, that is... That's a third is Kelvin horse here? <laughs> that's the third horse Is he race. looking at me? Kelvin's really weird. Because it's like <laughs> negative 200 is okay, I guess. You are tapping into how stupid I am. <laughs> you are a jock. I love it. I am a secret I jock. I love it. I love it. Mmm. <laughs> I'm going to eat it up. (laughs) So like you. (laughs) Like you. Okay. So think about it. You're, you're used to, if you're used to Fahrenheit and you're used to things being like 30 degrees Fahrenheit, right? And that's cold. That's really cold. And then suddenly it's one. That would make you angry. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not used to Fahrenheit and I still don't understand. The only I remember Fahrenheit is the uh, 100 is hot, but like 112 is very hot. Okay, but 100 in Celsius is you're you're boiling. Uh, the way that Americans have described this to me in the past, yeah, and it may it fills me with rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what the way that some of them see it? Yeah, is that Fahrenheit with Fahrenheit? It's like if it's 90 degrees, it's 90 percent hot, <laughs> which is pretty hot. I'm not gonna call them out. Oh my out. god, that does make sense though. Oh my god. Wait, hold on. Because room temperature is about 72. Yeah, 90 for them is like 39, 40 for us, which is like too fucking 40, hot. 40, yeah. yeah. 40. Oh my god. 90 no, wait, hot, baby. Oh, and then, uh, but, okay, but when it's like 112, that's too that's hot. Too that's too fucking hot. hot. <laughs> Oh God! See, I like I like. Well, over the summer we got to like fifty two, right? Yeah, it was bad. Celsius. I can't. And fifty two percent. It's not for no, no. Well, here's the thing: it's fifty two percent until like Earth death, like like heat Earth death. The sun has exploded. Your body is boiling. Yeah. Uh, I understand that perfectly. Ninety percent hot. Maybe I'll think about that for human. For human. Yeah. Ninety percent hot for human. Yes. (laughs) Uh, the public was confused and upset like i am right now people please don't make fun of me when this comes out (laughs) please don't razz me then you know what i've made errors too (laughs) then someone threw a pie at the weatherman oh yep did that happen yes oh quote my spirit was behind the arm of him that threw it 
wrote Toronto Star Television and radio critic Dennis Brothwith. <laughs> Brothwaith, maybe? I don't fucking... It doesn't matter. I invite that hero and all others who cherish freedom to join me in the civilly disobedient act of ignoring the CBC's decree and sticking to Fahrenheit. I'll tell you what I hate. What do you hate? It's always been like this. <laughs> That's what I mean. And I hate it. It's always been like this. And it's bad. And I hate it. Hashtag my freedom. <laughs> like, for whatever reason... I, I think Ontario, Toronto had it real bad. Just these guys. These guys were like, this is... They hated it. They hated that they had to learn something new. And you know who's growing up impressionable in this era? Whomst? Fords. Oh, my God. Yeah, they sure hate... They, you know what? Maybe they thought they felt a little dumb. <laughs> so they had to, like... They had to, you know, start running for office. Who can say? Who can say? Turn out the pie was an April Fool's gag. You don't do this on April 1st. You don't. They didn't switch yeah. it on April 1st. Yes, they did. April 1st, 1975. No. Yes, they did. I missed that because yes. I was too busy thinking about how math works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who made that decision. That's bad. Uh, but the anger over the switch to Celsius was very, very real. Quote, I took a lot of very angry and sometimes very nasty phone calls because people were really upset, <laughs> said Nancy Cutler. The astro- the atmospheric... Env- I had to look at that one a lot. <laughs> the atmospheric environment service metric conversion coordinator from her home in Richmond Hill. Mm. Canadians value their weather information. And when you start tampering with it, you're tampering with something very close to your hearts. And they let me know. Good Lord. We love weather. We love weather. Because here's the thing. We we have this weird, gross Canadian small talk where it's like, no, the weather, huh? 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 The weather? Which which I prefer because I hate my, my coworkers. I think we talked about this. They always say, how you doing? How you doing? And it's like bad, bad actually. Bad. Very bad. Very bad. And I, I have to stop saying I can't not be honest with them. Yeah. So now I've switched to, ah, the weather is pretty good. The weather's good. It's true. I'm bad. I'm actually doing bad, so don't ask. Except when we are in what Vancouver calls an atmospheric river. Ooh, that was a hell of a thing. <laughs> Which is also bad. So the weather and me, two bads. Mm. Make a right. <laughs> Slowly but surely, metric changes could be seen across the landscape. Cars and road signs made the change in 1977. Gasoline made the switch to the liter in 1979, but there appeared to be little hiccups of the imperial system still hanging on. In construction, the dominance of U.S. manufacturing meant that measurements in feet and inches still remained alive. This is why Canadians still tend to use units to report their height rather than centimeters. So if you ask, like, how many centimeters tall is this thing? Could Nobody not tell knows. Could not they're tell so small. <laughs> be like 120 centimeters. I would have possibly known. Though, 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 it does make me feel big. When I was young, I yeah. would um, switch the scale from pounds to kilograms so that the number would be smaller. Oh, that's an experience a lot of kids had, I <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. Because I think I did that too. Well, okay, let's make, let's just do stone. Okay. Because if you're like three stone, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Some stones, three. who cares? Some rocks how on the fucking is, ground. How big are these stones? Do not know. I'm a big boulder size of a small boulder. <laughs> I'm a pebble. How many pebbles are you? Many. How many gummy bears in this person-shaped glass jar? <laughs> oh, if only. A Canadian will probably also most likely tell you their weight in pounds and not kilograms yeah. or stones or... Temperatures are virtually all in Celsius, except for cooking and baking. Yep. Oven temperatures are still in Fahrenheit. But why? I guess because our ovens come from the United States? Because we're not galaxy brain enough to cook in Kelvin. <laughs> okay, what is, what's 100 degrees Fahrenheit in Kelvin? 200. How would I know? Don't know. I'm a jock. <laughs> Do I look like I know anything? This is what galaxy brains me. Volume in Canada is split. Even though we buy milk and gas by the gallon, we buy our coffee and canned food by the fluid ounce. We sure do. Yeah. 16 ounces of coffee. Mm. You do 16? If there's nothing bigger. 
My today, I I went out and someone was telling me that there's a bubble tea place in New West, and they do like big gulp versions oh of bubble God, tea. Oh my God, I would go ham on that. I cannot. How so, caffeine sometimes is the only thing keeping me going. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. Especially now that I can have as much as I want. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm the opposite. I would die a hummingbird's death if I had <laughs> any caffeine. <laughs> But in 1983, this half-hearted attempt to metrify Canada almost cost people's lives. What? Da 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 da. Oh no. <laughs> well, no, this is a, a truly horrific accident. Oh, now. okay. Don't. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm being a jock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about air travel. Oh, air travel. Yeah, air travel. Air Canada Flight 143 from Montreal to Edmonton oh, ran no. into trouble mid-flight. Do you know this one? No, I don't think so, but it does sound like a very bad thing. It's, it's, it, don't worry, it's fine. Okay. It's fine, don't worry about it. No one dies. Oh, well then I and can make all the jokes I want. Yeah, you, you can definitely, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Both engines lost power, and the pilots made the first successful emergency dead stick landing of a commercial jetliner. Wow. <laughs> the plane came into the runway in Gilmley, uh, Manitoba at an abnormally high speed of 333 kilometers per hour. That's 207 miles per hour, by the way. Mm. That's fast. Hey, mm. that's fast. Mm. You know, race cars, they go that fast. Mm. Faster, even. Mm. It's fast. Mm. I'm drinking water. <laughs> you sounded interested that it's fine. <laughs> the engine failure meant that it was impossible to use the flaps to slow the approach. Out of the 69, nice, people on board, two passengers suffered minor injuries. Oh. While the plane came out of the crash with a collapsed nose. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's nose. Honey. How does it smell? Awful. <laughs> couple people probably pooped their pants in there. Yeah. <laughs> I would have. The Gimli glider incident. Have you heard about that? Gimli? Gimli. Gimli. Gimli, like the dwarf. Like the dwarf. I have not heard of the Gimli glider. Oh, okay. Well, this is it. I'm sure it was on like a stamp or something. Is that when Legolas holds Gimli yeah. while he rides down the... I'm a jock! <laughs> this incident was caused by improper calculations done before takeoff. This Boeing 767 was Air Canada's first metric aircraft. Whoa. But the wrong conversion was used when determining the correct volume of fuel to put in. The pilots believed the figure for f the fuel weight on board was already transferred to kilograms, but it was really pounds, causing the plane to take off with half the fuel it should have had for the trip. Oh, no. Because I know this one, 2.2 kilograms is a pound. Nope. Yes. <laughs> Feels about right, huh? <laughs> Shut up. Let's see. A pound. Mm, yeah, two, yeah, 250. 250-ish is about... Um, oh, yeah, because you're yarn. <laughs> you know yarn. Yeah. You two, got this. 250 grams, that's like four ounces. It's a quarter pound. <laughs> I can't. That's a, that's a cheeseburger, my dude. <laughs> when I'm elected prime minister, we're doing all our weights and cheeseburgers. <laughs> The election of a conservative government in 1984 meant Metric Commission Canada was going to meet its maker, Prime Minister Brian Mulroney. God, this fucking guy. <laughs> Put the final nail in the metrification coffin on March 31st, 1985. So close to when we were born. Yeah. We could have tasted this. But we didn't. Don't wanna. <laughs> the process of educating and transferring Canada over to a new system of measurements came limping over the finish line. So they just gave up? They just gave up. Because they weren't allowed to anymore? Yeah. Brian Mulroney's like, mm, this? now. So it's like, hey, wherever we're at, that's where we're that's at. That's Hey, <laughs> do you still use Fahrenheit on your ovens? I guess. <laughs> you still buy a 12-ounce coffee? Sure. Sure. Still buy a pound of wool? Yeah, I Maybe. do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure he was really concerned about the yarn. He should community. be. Yeah, he should be. They're coming for him. 300 yards. Yards? Four ounces. 300. Hold on. 300 yards is four ounces. Yeah. You, um, yards is a measurement of here's distance. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Four ounces of wool, yeah. depending on how tightly you spin it, comes out to 250, 300 yards. 
Oh my god, that <laughs> you're smarter than you are because that boggles my mind. If you're that's spinning it quite thin. If you're doing a thicker yarn, you'll have less yardage, obviously. 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 Oh, that's why it's like sock weight wool. Yeah. Wow. I've learned something today. Wow. <laughs> Those are the only measurements I know anything about. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I made one of you. <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're sorry when I play a character of being the demo, the sweet demo on this podcast, because the tables have been turned? Yeah. Oh. Sweden's Dog and H was a textbook example of putting a lot of time, resources, and energy into a unified advertising campaign that educated the public. When looking back on the 14 years of Canada's metrification, (laughs) we can see that it was not able to go the full nine yards. Or 8.2296 meters. Wow. That's a joke. I got it. You got it? Even I got that one. <laughs> How much yarn is that? Okay. It's a fucking lot, a lot man. It's a like lot. fucking a lot. Okay, you ready to see this little guy? Yeah. Okay, let's see him. You can find this ad in our sources. We'll return after these messages. Three centimeters is a light snowfall, enough to make the steps slippery, but easily handled with a broom. Time to start thinking about snow tires. 30 centimeters of snow reaches the mid-cap on the average person. 100 centimeters of snow is an awful lot of snow. Welcome back to the show. There's a little guy. The three, the three genders, light snow, heavy snow, and very heavy snow. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about this ad? It's a house. We're seeing the outside of a house yeah. on a slope. Uh-huh. And the little guy comes out the door. Yeah. He's got his little hat on. Love it. He's got a flappy, he's a flappy flap. Yeah, he's like a big round white mint. Mint? He looks he's like a Mentos. A, he looks like a Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> he's cute. I like him. The fresh maker. Mm. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. <laughs> Probably for a despicable May. <laughs> uh, uh, he's very cute. Yeah. And then we see the snow levels rise and rise and rise. As they say, this is three centimeters. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. This is um, 30 centimeters. It's bad. Yeah. This is 100 centimeters. It's even worse. Yeah. It's like you're not going. And you think like... There's no such thing as a hundred centimeters of snow. Oh, folks. What do you mean there's no such thing? (laughs) What what are you talking about? I don't know. Americans might be like, you can't get that much snow. It's a lot. It is a lot. And it does happen. It does happen. I still, though, whenever whenever we might have a snow day, I actually say how many inches on the car. That I yeah I don't I don't do centimeters no, in my head. No, I'm like how many inches we got out there? How many? Because inch- I'm looking outside. I'm looking what I see. <laughs> um, so it's just it's they use the same sort of stuff on the cube I told you about the magic cube. You know, no one tells me their dick length in centimeters. <laughs> Three centimeters is a light dick. <laughs> Thirty centimeters. <laughs> That's a heavy dick. A hundred centimeters? You should get that checked out. <laughs> now, how many inches is a hundred centimeters? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's say at a ruler. A ruler is 12 inches. Yeah. How many centimeters on the average ruler? Ooh. I don't know. 60? Isn't that... This is... Hey, this is metrification in action in Canada. <laughs> we do not know. No, we don't know. I never look over there. If we're talking dicks, we're talking inches. <laughs> but maybe we should start talking in centimeters. But if you tell me how many centimeters, I'm going to be like, I don't know. But, but... Is that good? I don't know. I, it doesn't... You know what? It's all good, baby. Well, yeah, that's true. It is it's all It's all good. gravy, baby. It is all gravy. And maybe we should start measuring dicks in centimeters because it doesn't then, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all magic. You know what? You're on to it. Thank you. Now, millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I come into the picture. <laughs> My head is... <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it, and there's one for, like, they did, so this was snow. They did things Canada knew. Snow, am I right? <laughs> and they d- Sorry. <laughs> Who's this? It's my Canadian guy. Is your Canadian guy. Uh, uh, Canucks. They did speed. They did kilometers, like how fast is 30 kilometers yeah. versus whatever, whatever. And they did, like, they did, um, 
They did a whole bunch of Canadian, Canadiana. It made me barf, really. But this is the only one I could find. I like this little guy. Yeah, he's good. I, he doesn't have a name, but I think we should. We, that doesn't matter. Squinchy. Squinchy? Squinchy. I don't think you can. Senta. The Senta Pete. Nope. No. <laughs> um, um, Senta Mister. Senta Mister. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Hey, National Film Board, we're here. Okay. It's 2022. It's 2022. Canada's still bad at it's the metrics. It's still so hard. <laughs> So what what type of the imperial system that we still use in Canada are you going to try to teach Canadians about in metric? And how is our little guy going to teach it? He's like... Okay. <laughs> well, hold on, folks. Uh-huh. What's a cup? <laughs> cup is imperial. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it has 250 milliliters. Yeah, exactly. And milliliters is, is metric. Okay. Yeah. No, you, that was good. Same thing. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually impressed that you knew how many milliliters in a cup, because I do not know. I used to bake. Well, there you go. Never again. Never again. <laughs> Won't do it. So you're going to teach us, you're going to teach us about cups and milliliters? I think so. Milligrams? It's like, how many cups of piss can you drink? Well. No. <laughs> you know, this is funny. <laughs> When I had to measure my piss for the bladder doctor, yeah. I did do it in cups. It was in cups? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. They interesting. want, but I did have to transfer and it how over. How much did they drink? To milliliters. <laughs> Actually, I did have to transfer it over to milliliters, and they say you want about 400 to 450 milliliters of piss per sitting. That's a lot. That's how long they, they wanted me to do. Yeah, I know. And you know what? That's a big ask. That's about 30 seconds of pissing. Wow. Yeah, I know. This is the math that we'll be doing. This is... The, <laughs> I'm the little guy now. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually in partnership with um, Life Labs. Life, oh, oh, they know me there. <laughs> Which is the, the lab company in, in uh, I don't know, several BC, provinces. I guess so. I, yeah, I guess it's several provinces. You know what? People don't know how much you really should be pissing. You shouldn't be pissing with, when you're like 20, 200 milligrams in there. Milliliters. Yeah. I don't know the weight of piss. <laughs> That's a good book. The weight of piss? Yeah, it's like The Price of Salt. Or The Life of Pie. For gay men. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay, so explain this commercial. Oh, no. I'm yeah, no, now. too bad. Can't go back. Do it. Um, well, it's like, you know, a guy comes into the Life Labs and he's got like a, a mug well, you have to start small first. Yeah. Oh, okay. like a little bit. A so little he brings bit. in like um, two hundred milliliters. Like a teaspoon. <laughs> no, you can't do a teaspoon. No, that's this is what the this is oh, the point. Oh, oh, he brings oh. in a teaspoon of fluid of cum of jizz. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no. And then the little white guy <laughs> pops up. You know, Mister Milla. Santa Mister. Santa Mister. Santa Mister's like, no, no, no. As Metric. A, as someone whose partner was given a really large cup to jizz in, <laughs> and whose partner panicked about, am I supposed to fill it? <laughs> I understand this. That's so much. <laughs> it was a lot. Cause it's like, what do they want, your whole day? That's <laughs> To do. There's not, and this is interesting. They give you just a piss cup yeah. to jizz in. No. Oh, interesting. I assume, like, I didn't see it. Well, I've had a piss. I, I'm familiar with the piss cup. The piss, everyone's I know had the piss, a cup. piss cup. Um, <laughs> I've could, also had the the poop container. <laughs> I've never had one of those. They're smaller. Than I the could piss imagine. Cup, which is interesting. I, oh, really? Because well, you're not supposed to. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> First of all, I wanted to say. Look, it's 9-12 at night. I'm usually in bed by now. It's 9-12. We both have chronic illnesses. <laughs> this is happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will you tell me about the poop Okay, so what they do is you actually, you don't poop into the cup. Of course not. No, you get like the, an, a film, right? an ice cream bucket <laughs> or similar. I think you told me about this. And they put it. You poop in that. Yeah, you put that and in the toilet. You, and you poop in that, and then you. They, the, so the containers they give you, they have a little scoop in the lid. That's really good. Um, and then you you just scoop some in. Yeah. And then if there's <laughs> not a, all, not all, not all, just a little bit. Well, there's a line, and oh. then um, to tell you how much you need. 
And then sometimes there's a liquid, you got to shake it up, yeah. and you bring those in. A shake it when your poop's liquid, or when No, you... there's a liquid already oh. in it, and you have to mix it. Yeah. So they don't do that, that line, like, because they have that with urine, too. Yeah. There's a line you have to pee to. They don't do that with jizz. That's interesting. They're not like, here, this is all. <laughs> They're like, I don't know, you do Many? you. <laughs> Many? Maybe they don't want to make people feel they bad. They don't want to make people feel bad, but also you have scores of people Googling... How much cum is not enough? <laughs> well, a teaspoon. It's t- uh, yeah, is it two? So a teaspoon is what this uh, person okay, brings in. Okay, okay, going back to the commercial. Yeah, someone okay. brings in a teaspoon. And, of jizz. And, yes. And, um, on a spoon. On a spoon, a teaspoon. Yeah. And Santa Mr. pops up, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> How many milliliters is that? And they're like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> And then someone comes in, someone else comes in yeah. with a like a, co- a coffee cup. Yeah, And, and they're yeah. like, here's a cup of piss. And Santa Mister's like, hey, 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 how many milliliters Dirty boy, that? get out of here. And then someone else comes in with a teapot. You don't want to know what's in there. What I'm learning from this commercial is Life Labs must be hell. <laughs> Do you ever... I do have a very earnest question because you're you also have given a lot of urine in your day. Yes, same as me. Um, when you put the urine bottle in the special uh, drawer, mm. do you ever like compare yours? Oh boy, to <laughs> other people's. I try not to. <laughs> I I think honestly, it's really good for your your just your like personal ego to not yeah. try and compare yourself to other people <laughs> on a creative level look i i need this okay i need you this. need to know that yours is more or less or yellower no no, or less no clear yellow. i want hydrated piss okay well then I you want... gotta stop taking that vitamin b <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy it's you it's need real content warnings on this bad boy <laughs> Okay, I think we've done the commercial. Okay. You know, I think we need a palate cleanser. I, oh, I can get you one. You have a local ad for me? Yeah, let me get a cup. Oh. <laughs> we really need a teaspoon <laughs> for this one. <laughs> Baby. Okay, so I have an ad Al, for this you. is a 52-minute episode. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Everybody's talking about these hammers. <gasps> yeah? But I want to know. What do you want to know? What about... You know, I don't need a superhero. I don't need a hero to save me. I don't need a hero. Yeah. I just need, a, like, a friend that I can call to help me. Okay. So that's the kind of insurance coverage I'm looking for, and I think I found the commercial for it. A friend? A friend. Okay, let's see it. Hello? Jim, it's Susie. Our house is on fire. Can you come over? Of course. I'm on my way. Hello, this is Cal. Cal, this is Mike Case. Hi, what's up, Mike? My boy just wrecked the car. Is your son hurt? Not yet. Hello? Kurt, this is Leonard. I got a business opportunity I'd like to discuss with you. Why don't you uh, meet me in the office in about a half hour? You You got got friends in the insurance business. This is uh, Uterine Secor from (laughs) Midland, Michigan. And boy, howdy, is it ever from Michigan. <laughs> the f- scenarios. So they're a lawyer. Are they a lawyer? They're insurance. And they're people. insurance. So okay. when you, and when your house is on fire, who do you call? When your house is on fire and your wife is in the house, <laughs> you're in the kitchen. And you're. Ca- I guess you just the first is not the fire people. No, you ca- you call the insurance company because you're committing fraud. <laughs> She did have a nasty look about her. <laughs> Number two, your son, he wrecked the car. <laughs> oh, not yet. Not yet. Duh, bears. Uh, no, that's Chicago. Um, <laughs> Michigan. Midland, Michigan. Green Bay. No, that's Wisconsin. That's Wisconsin. Are you from America? <laughs> yeah, I know all the football teams in America. <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Chicago. That. But oh, that's Michigan. not in Michigan. But what's Michigan? They're, what's in um, Michigan? Badgers. They're... What's in Michigan? <laughs> Detroit! Detroit's Detroit. in Michigan! There we go. Detroit. The Red Wings. Yeah. They're not Right football. up there. Just kissing Canada. Right. <laughs> just yeah. gently kissing Canada. Oh, oh, my. 
I just, Al, I think Michigan is giving Ontario a handy. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it's the mitten and They're everything. doing it through the lake. <laughs> the lake is like a dental dam. Now, folks, you do not want to give a handy in a lake because that's how you get yeast infections. <laughs> and Giardia. What were we talking about? Oh, this commercial. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> the, sun, the sun broke the car. Uh, and number three... Uh, <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded at night. Um, it was um the uh, I just remember that one guy had a real weird look or like, real serial killer Al? type of look about him. What was the third thing? Al? A business opportunity. A business opportunity. An MLM. <laughs> and not the sex. The guy's like, oh, why don't you uh, come up and meet me? At the he's gonna kill you. <laughs> And then we see all these smiling faces. And then they, faces. They're, they're friends. They're friends. They're, they're, friends. Your, they're just your friend, and you can call them when your house is on fire, <laughs> and you want that sweet payout. I don't like these friends. You don't like these friends? No. Okay. I think there's something about them I do not like. Yeah. I like the forwardness of a hammer. You know, it, when you hire a hammer, you know what you're getting. A friend? You're getting a fucking know. hammer. Look. <laughs> Uh, thank you for showing us some of your new friends. You're welcome. <laughs> if you have some friends, good for you. We're proud of you. But <laughs> if you have friends who appear on a local ad, email them to us. Email adcreeps at gmail.com. Yeah. I, I almost said email at gmail.com. And make sure you tell us the duration of the ad in metric. <laughs> oh, no. Time is universal. <laughs> time is, do- it doesn't a flat exist actually. Circle. Yep. It doesn't mean anything. <sighs> is there? <laughs> is there any? <laughs> okay, you goofy goober. <laughs> too silly. You're too silly. Is there anything else we we gotta? Hey, maybe um, if you <laughs> if write you us lear- a review, if, if you learned something today, or if you didn't, if you didn't, doesn't matter it's about not you. our fault. It's not our fault. We tried. <laughs> Please write us a review. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many how many stars in a s- kilogram. Do not know. Who can say? Okay. Until next time, we are signing, signing off. Hello. Hi. It's um, we're, do- we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Wait, is this how we're doing it now? It's about um, it's about advertising, and we're gonna do goose. <laughs> My tummy hurts. You're gonna have a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Now. That's it. So stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>